What up? This your girl Hypnotic One with Phil and Vod on the Tissue and the Tape podcast where everything is hip hop. Respect, heat, order. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. (laughs) Put the tissue in the 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 top. (laughs) Tissue or the tape. They don't know about that. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox. Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors that are rape like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date. MCs are rhythm and bit in peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milk, Solange eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Jessic lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience. Hip hop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. It's back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box In a grave dip, we raise this Culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling That insults us, I post up with the rap radar That gets me vexed when he uplifts Trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines It's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme We just take it back, or rather choose to rewind When heat holders in the back of the twines It's defense of the bond Diggy, Jack Beasley, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, it's home team in the motherfucking house. No question. As always, it is I, Davis Backwards, and who states your name, gangsta? Philmatic365, aka the Five Foot Assassin, knocking fleas off your collar. What's going on, man? Already know, man. Uh, Hip hop, man. You know, you know, we, we try to we try to keep it uh, light. And, you know, it's it's weird, man. It, we, we always come in here, and I always say, man, I wish we could just talk about the music, man. But uh, it never, they never just let us talk about the music, man. It's always something else. But we try to give our listeners something, you know, a little bit of escapism for for an hour or so. So that's what we're gonna do here tonight, man. We're gonna we're gonna keep it light. Uh, we we might we may or may not dive into what's going on in the world, but. Um, at the end of the day, this is a hip hop podcast, and we are about the the lyrics, the music, and the MC. So we we had to bring in a specialist, but um, yes, you, you know right. how we, you know how we do, man. Uh, when when we real recognize is real, and uh, I guess it's about two years ago now. We we uh, we we saw we saw uh, we saw real in, in in a young lady, man, in a. She she quickly became the newest and youngest member of the Heat Holders, and um so it's it's been a long time coming for her to make her grand return, but she's she's back home, man, where she belongs. So 
tonight, man, we got we got we got our uh we got our young progeny, man. We got uh the hypnotic one. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Golden, man. Yeah, just considering uh, the storm out there, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, man, we're good. Uh, of course, uh, once again, uh, thank you for, for coming on with us. And, you know, uh, this doesn't even feel like anything, but, you know, just having a special guest that, that's also someone that we respect a lot. So we appreciate you rocking out with us tonight. Thank you. <laughs> um, now, we, we know, of course, 2020 has just been, you know, just one of those years that, of course, we won't ever be able to forget. Uh, <laughs> Just, just, just let us know what's been what's been going on in your world, uh, you know, over the past eight plus months, uh, you know, since the calendar flipped onto this year. How, how are you? How, how are you feeling? Like, how are things going for you right now? Um, I think I wish I had more exciting news, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't. There's been a lot of good and a lot of bad that happened, yeah. um, but. Like, I, it's not as exciting as it would have been in a regular year. I'm not traveling right now. So everything is pretty much work and go home. That's pretty much it. Um, but I just moved recently, got a new apartment, got a new space with my partner. And um, nice. that's like the only really good thing that happened so far because I got furloughed from my job back in like March. Mm. So for like two months, I, I did have to stay home and, um, you know, I had I didn't really have much to do except be in the house. And two months later, they called me back into work and it's been crazy okay. ever since. So since the last time I spoke to you guys, I think I might have been at a different job back then. But I'm at a, a family law divorce firm now. Mm -hmm. And it seems like business is not hurting for us. <laughs> if anything, it's gotten it's gotten busier that mm. we had to hire a new person. So I guess now that a lot of people are staying indoors more, they're probably really realizing how much they can't stand each other. And so it's unfortunately, it, or I don't know what you want to call it, but it is bringing more business for us. So we always have a lot going on. Work business has been really draining. So yeah, like as much as you would think that it's boring, the only boring aspect for me is that I can't travel, but work-wise it's a full load and um, inside and outside of the office. Nice. I mean, listen, like like those two months, like you said, where things were kind of in limbo for you, you know, mm -hmm. I experienced that myself too. So I, I know, you know, just it's a little refreshing at first. Like week one, you're like, okay. Week two is like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then after a couple <laughs> weeks, you're like, oh, okay. Like how I wanna go. <laughs> yeah, like how like how is this gonna work? Like, you know, a lot of uncertainty start to creep in. So I'm glad that situation is it's gotten more stable as time's gone on yeah i couldn't do that too long because i turned into i literally was a vampire during that time mm -hmm. i mean my sleep pattern's always been messed up but during that like the, the first two weeks or whatever it was i was going to bed like at 7 a.m in the morning because mm -hmm. i couldn't sleep all night my mm -hmm. sleep pattern i was like i don't have anywhere to go i don't have anything to do and then i would sleep and then wake up like at 12 or 1 in the afternoon and it was just like it's weird because you just had nothing to do. You're like, we're all staying in. Yeah. And so during that time, I, I was able to catch up on music and catch up on some other stuff. But I was I was getting, I was like, I actually missed the camaraderie at my job. So yeah, I was sure. kind of looking forward to going back. So yeah. I'm pretty like, sure you guys know how that goes. So. Yeah, like you get into your patterns, like even certain things that you would do with your morning routine, like whether like you would listen to new music on your commute to work or 
you know, like to mm-hmm. get away from work, you know, for lunch or whatever, maybe listen to something or listen to a podcast or read, read a yeah. book. A lot it, of times during my commute, yeah. I was always listening to music and then I, I would yeah. do it at home, but it was like, it was like a different experience, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's so. definitely different in your car versus, you know, listening to uh, on some earbuds or, you know, even just on like computer speakers, it's just like, and you don't get that same feeling as when you're in the car and, you know, you're on the road. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> so when so when you when you when you started going back to work, what's the first thing you popped in, in to listen to? Oh, what was I listening to back then? Um, I don't remember what I was listening to on the way, to be honest, because I that was like two months ago. So I don't re- remember what I started when I first like went back in. Two months is like two years <laughs> now. With you know, because like I, that... I listen to a lot, so it's like I won't remember from that exact day when I went back. That was like three months ago now. So, well, what are you what are you listening to now? Um, you know, to be honest, I, I haven't been able to catch up with music as much as everybody would have thought, because like I said, I just got done with like a move. We're not fully settled in. And then, you know, I've been like rushing to and from work. So sometimes what I do, I think I mentioned it a a while back that I, I sit on projects for a while. So a lot of times I'm not one of the first people to hear a project when it comes out, unless I'm doing it for a review purpose. Um, but sometimes I am still listening to stuff from last year or you know, so a lot of what I kind of was listening to, you know, the first couple months of quarantine was like the Pounds and uh, Buckwild Trafficante album because I did a review for that. And then um, he had a joint on there called Legacy. And I was I was listening to that. Literally every time I played that song, I had to play it like four times in a row. <laughs> it has like this dope ass saxophonist guy named I think Clifton Haskin. And like I kept telling everyone that song, I was like, "There's a bunch of songs on there, like Point um, and Foldable Stock and some other songs." But Legacy from that Trafficante album, I was like constantly listening to that multiple times whenever I heard it because the beat just sounded so good, you know. And then, um, and then the the most recent thing that I've been listening to a lot was Jay Royale's The Baltimore Housing Project. Oh, that's a great follow up to, um, you know, his debut, which was the Ivory Stoop. I keep telling people about Jay Royal. So I listened to that a lot. And then um, I was listening to Ito's The Beauty of It uh, because I did a review for that, too. And then I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but there's a guy, Super Bad Solace, that's out of Queens. Um, he has a, a project called Soul Controller 2 that dropped, I think, like last month or so. Um, and it's a part two to his first control, uh, Soul Controller album that came out in 2018. So you be dropping those jewels, like, yeah, oh, yo, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I keep telling people not to believe it's so frustrating because people keep telling me who do I listen to, and I tell everyone, and then if it's not a household name. Like people just don't. I, it, but, well, you know, you, you know, we're gonna listen. Um, just, just do me if it went before. Just send me a link. You know, DM me the link or, or okay. where I can find it, or just so I'll remember. But I'll, you know, I'll listen. Like, cause you put us on to a bunch of uh, people. Um, like from the last time that we talked. Uh, like, um, uh, who did who did you tell us about? Uh, what's his name? Bob? Come on, you know, you know. Rome, huh? Street. Rome, Rome Street. Streets, yeah. Rome Streets, yeah. Yeah, you you were the first person to tell that that I heard even mention his name, and that was that was like two years ago. And, yeah. 
And then that's that's when we first connected. And then I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's official. I was like, all right, she knows what she's talking about. Let's 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 holler at her. And then um, <laughs> no, but you all you always keep your ear to the street. Like even though you say you you don't listen to stuff right away, you're always finding like dope underground stuff. Yeah, I I do. I I find a lot of stuff. And then um, Supreme Cerebral, who's actually like a, a good friend of mine. He had um, a project called Soul Trained that dropped, um, and I did a review for that during the, um, you know, when I was at home too. And Supreme Cerebral, I have to shout him out because I feel like he's one of the most consistent um, in the in the underground scene. And I don't feel like he gets as much to, uh, credit as he deserves because, like I said, there's certain names that everybody just kind of chases every single release and. I feel like, you know, he's pretty good. He's he's like really consistent and um, he's solid. And I feel like he just doesn't really get mentioned a lot um, as or as much as I think he should. So I could probably put you onto his stuff too. Um, he, Do that, man. Yeah. That, that, see? See, Vod? That's... Look, Supreme Vod, Vod taking notes. Actually, <laughs> he's been around for a while. Supreme Cerebral has been around for a few years already. Um, doing stuff, but I think like the last couple of years, I I listened to him a lot more, and um, I could get the frustration just because there's just certain names that just get chased regularly, and I'm like, hey, don't get me wrong, they're good, but there's also some other people that probably deserve their shine too. Um, but a lot of people don't like to venture out; they're just like, I like this person, I'm gonna just stick to that, and then they just that's you know that's pretty much it not everybody wants to step out of their comfort zone and, and try to listen to somebody else and i noticed it because every time i post something that's like a, a household name or one of the more pop, like popular names everybody's commenting on there everybody's like this and that and then i'm like i keep trying to tell you don't sleep on ill conscious don't sleep on jay royal whatever and then it's like only certain people are with the shit you know yeah of course oh, oh come on okay. man this, this <laughs> that, that might that might be the promo for this that might yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> the, the, only, that, only only certain people are with the shits yeah right <laughs> and then in terms of that might be the name of the episode man we, exactly with the shit <laughs> with the shits <laughs> with the shit all right um, but then one of the, you, I think you guys asked me what was like one of the more newer artists I listened to. I think probably the newest one for me would be Stove God Cooks. Yeah, yeah. In terms yeah. of newest, because all the other people I mentioned, they have kind of been around and they are relatively new, but most of them that I said, they have still been around for at least a couple of years. So I think like the most newest would be Stove God Cooks. Yeah, I love he's, still got, he's, man. he's making a lot of lists mm -hmm. as far as like mm -hmm. people's album of the year or favorite Ghostface Killer in the Rave. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow Tate, Purple Tate. That's my job. Um shout out to that uh to that upstate NY. Yeah, no, they're they're killing it right now. Yeah, man. What, what do you, what do you think about everything that's going on right now with, with upstate with Rochester, Buffalo? And you know everything. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, yeah, just the, the yeah. whole movement with a lot of the rappers uh, that are coming up from from out there. Um, I think what they're doing is great. I think they have a lot of talent. That's the reason why their name is getting put out there more. Um, I think there's been a lot of gems to come out from that way. It's just it was a matter of time, and um, you know I think Griselda put them on the map a lot. But then a lot of the people that emerged after them they earned their way into the spots that they're at now. Like, you know, they they came into the game at a good time and 
you know, they, they're doing what they're, you know, they're doing their thing. And little by little, people started paying attention more. So I think it's great that they're getting their shine over there. Definitely. There's a lot of good people out of that yeah, whole man. area. Yeah. So. Uh, Shay, 38 Special. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Stove God. Of course, uh, the legend Rock Marcy, you know, who's mm -hmm. like the foundation for all of that, really. Yeah, he's from like, I think he, Rock is in Long Island or from Long Island. Um, yeah. And then there, like, there's Pounds, Ito. They've been doing their thing for a mm -hmm. while. And I, I said before, Riggs, you know, everyone yeah. from the cloth, like Mooch and all them, solid people. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, once again, you definitely uh, shown shown exactly like like you you, you got to give yourself a little bit of credit. You're like, oh, you know, I don't, and then and then you just boom, you just you just rattle off like a, a home run like that, you know, <laughs> grand slam, really. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's kind of suppressed because I don't always get to talk about that stuff with people like mm -hmm. in my personal life mostly. Yeah. So it's like when I have the opportunity, like on the podcast or when people contact me on social media, I get to share that. It's not, I don't want to say that everyone doesn't care, but it doesn't get the same kind of respect from my people. Like when I tell people, they're just like. Uh, yeah, all right, you know, whatever. And then I it's mean, like, your, your story, and then that's kind like, of the end of it. <laughs> like, yeah, like you shared with us before, like your story is like literally like m most of your family does not listen to the music that you listen they to. They don't get it. They don't, they don't understand. <laughs> They're just kind of like, I don't know why she's so into it. They're like, what are you trying to do with it? Like, yeah. you know, um, so I'm just like, you know, but I like to get the, the artists out that I like. It's, I don't feel like I'm, I'm a pushy person where I expect people to think like me, but I get contacted a lot with people saying, what do you listen to right now? Like, is there something you could recommend? You see on Twitter, everybody's like, drop some music. And I'm like, do you guys not see it? It's like everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to give recommendations because the artists that I like, I want to see them sell records. I want to see them, you know, their name grow because I just like, I feel like we're doing the, the public like a service by, you know, you putting are. Them out you, there you're doing work. God's work. <laughs> yes, it is a form of God's work. You're right, you know? Like, why not share it? But I'm not forceful about it. It's just like, okay, if you guys are going to ask me what I'm listening to, I'm, I'm going to tell you because I'm going to tell you the people that I feel really deserve their shine. I don't do no ass-kissing shit. If I don't like it, I'm not going to tell you to go listen to it. So, you know how that Speaking of social media, what the heck happened to your IG? I knew you guys were gonna bring that up, so yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they tried to give me they tried to give me to send they money, me yo. The Liam Neeson. Yes. Yeah, your joint got taken, man. I know. For like a month I was literally like F that guy because I was so pissed. Actually, Phil, it was you that hit me up. Phil, you yeah. were one of the first people that was sending me the Because they tried, they asked me for money. I was like, they were at, they were trying to hustle you for some bread. Yeah. It was like, so. they was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm stranded. I was, he was like, and I'm, you know, I, I didn't talk like that. Yeah, but it, but it was funny. He was like, yeah. Um, I, and I'm like, oh, she must really be fucked up because she was, she, she, and and it it, it wasn't a little bit of money either. It was like. They were asking for like a hundred dollars, fifty bucks. No, I think no, one, it, it, or was it more? It was like first it was like yeah, I need 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 uh, something about an I, iTunes card or something. Yeah, they was like yeah, just they was like yeah, my my iTunes. I, I'm like I was like I was because I tried to call you, and I was like I was like oh she must be. I was like yo something must have happened. So I tried to call you, and then they didn't answer, and then and I'm like all right, and then I'm like yo this is this is weird. I'm like yo she. She would never say this, some of this stuff. 
And right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat everything that they were saying, but it was just it was wild. And I'm like, yo, this can't be this can't be her. So then when we finally when you finally called me back, I, I'm I'm having fun now. I'm like, yeah. I like hold on. I just gotta get the money. Let me let me just get. The, hold, hold on. I'm, a, I'm a, let me go. Let me let me get to a, a ATM. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Make sure you put it on the. Oh, uh, I was the, like, I hope he didn't fall for it. No, no, no. I, I was having fun at this point because now I was like, hold on. I was like, yeah, but just call me first. I just want to talk to you. Make sure you're all right. They was like, no, the phone not working. I was like, well, you texting me? <laughs> you know. So it was it was it was so. And then they they eventually they just they they must have just realized that. Oh, like, all right, he knows. Yeah. They messed with the wrong person. Like I'm not like I'm super humble, but they picked the wrong person. Cause I was like, because I knew so many people, there was everybody hit me up that day. Like even like, you know, some of some of the artists were like calling my phone. They're like, Are you all right? I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, I seen what happened to your page. And then the hackers started deleting all my pictures. Like little by little, they started deleting all my posts until they they completely wiped all of my posts. So I was mad. I had like, I think I might have had 2,000 or close to 2,000. I was pissed off. And then yeah. I had to start telling people like, you know, that I probably wasn't going to get it back. So then I lost maybe, maybe like three or 400 of my followers because people started blocking and reporting the account. So then I made that backup account, which I still have. But by the time I got my main account back, like I lost all the pictures. I never got it back. And then I had to keep telling people, um, you know, if you had me blocked, go unblock me now because the you know, like I got it back, but it was a pain in the ass. And my account hasn't really been quite the same ever since I got hacked. Like I noticed my video posts don't get as many views. Um, when you go into the story section, you know, there's like that create mode where there's yeah. like different features. When you, when you hit create mode, now my create mode only lets me type in text. It won't let me do like any, um, like where you could do like those ask me anything or those sticker things. Something about my account did change a little bit, but, um, that was no bueno because I had built up my platform for quite a minute. Yeah. You know, I had all my posts, all my write-ups, everything. I, I was pissed, but you know, but then it, it, it was helpful that a lot of people were willing to help me out. Like I didn't ask people to do it, but everyone was like, man, I know you're not a bad person. They were like, I'm going to tell everybody to follow your new account. So I think within a week or so I got like a thousand of my followers back on, okay. on the new account. But it just helped that, I mean, like, you know, if you're good in, with people in the community, which I am, um, they were willing to help and just, you know, try to get the word out that I had been hacked and to follow the other account. So, so I was like, man, you just, you really picked the wrong person to mess with. I don't know if they were trying to hack me just to gain all my followers, but, and then everyone was like, I was wondering why all of a sudden out of nowhere, I was seeing Liam Neeson all over my timeline. Yeah. Yo, that was so weird, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yo, that was yo. I like, hope nobody gave them money. I really nah, hope nobody. Nah, gave no, yeah, no, nobody, 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 nobody. Yeah. Like no, like, like after like like two or three sentences, like, like all right, this isn't this isn't her. It looks it, super bogus. I know. Yeah. People were showing me screenshots, and then like my boyfriend even tried messing with the person pretending to be me, and he's like, "Did you get the money I sent you?" And the person was like what what do you mean and he's like remember you know you asked me for money and he was like messing with them and they just like whoever it was just started getting like awkward and didn't respond after a while so i was like oh you don't like it when someone messes with you but i think it was somebody out of the country because when i when i got the account back and i was looking through all the followers 
there was hella like random like older European ladies like on my followers thing. So I was like, it was probably someone like in the UK or something that did it. Yeah, but and and a lot of those they they had those bots where they hack people's accounts and make them followers. That's how a lot of those uh those mm. those uh those uh farms get like they sell likes and stuff. And oh, oh yeah. That's how they they take they set up accounts for people that would never have an IG and would never even think to to set it up. You know. Oh, got you. Yeah, it's, yeah. this shit is wild, man. But like, that was <laughs> that was crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, and it was like, at first it was just like one Liam Neeson picture, then like, and I was like, why Liam Neeson? I was like, that was that was just weird. Hello, random. Yeah, everybody was saying that they were like, of all people, why Liam Neeson? I was like, I have no idea. But it's funny because you were literally like the first one to like catch on to it. I noticed I was trying to log on. I was like, I never logged out. Why am all? Why all of a sudden I gotta log on? Uh, and then when yeah. I kept putting in my password, it kept saying the password was wrong, and I was like, oh shit. And then when I started noticing all my posts disappearing, I was like, oh, they're trying to get rid of my identity. <laughs> But then all the tag pictures were still in there. You know, like when people tag me, like when you guys tag yeah. me, it's like you click on the tag tab and then you could see those posts. But like everything that I posted myself was like gone, except for maybe like five pictures that I had archived a while back and hidden from my yeah. timeline. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I, I had start saving a lot of our posts just in case something like that ever happened. And, and you know, just... Cause you, you get a you get certain stuff that you just can't get back and it's just like damn you know yeah. but but you, you you bounce back though because a lot of people when when they get hacked they they never e even though you said you didn't get all your followers back you, you're still pretty you're still pretty uh solid you know as far as your uh mm -hmm. and you like from what I see you still get a pretty decent response on your posts. Yeah, it's just, it's weird because I noticed my music videos, well, they're only getting like 120 views or something like that. When I used to post videos before, it would be like 400 views, 600 views. And I'm like, I, I don't know if it's an algorithm thing, but it wasn't like that before. And then yeah. when I post the same videos on my backup account, my backup account gets more views on the videos on there than it does on my main page. So I don't, I, I contacted Insta Instagram about that and they never really responded so i was just like f it that's why i i post i use the backup account a lot more for video posts because yeah. i i see a difference on there that's so. that's interesting um but mm -hmm. I, I i wanted to ask you a question because it's something that i that i often think about do you do you listen to any other music besides hip-hop oh yeah yeah i'm actually because i don't ask that but so, so I'm interested. What do you listen to outside of hip hop? Um, I listen to anything that's like soulful. So like I listen to a lot of oldies. Like I um, on Sundays I listen to a lot of oldies like Will Devon stylistics. Um, because that's what my mom had put me on. Peaches and Herb, like Marvin Gaye, like a bunch of old stuff from back. And and then I Soul music. this this is this is funny. I know I don't know if I ever mentioned it on any other podcast, but. I like, I happen to like like soulful disco and stuff from the disco. I know people are like disco, but like, I really liked the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. And then um, I like- Like Donna I Summer. Liked, yeah. And and I like the Bee Gees too. Like the, like the, the main like tracks that were on Saturday Night Fever, those were my favorite tracks. And then I like the SOS band. I'll listen to Bootsy Collins. Like I listen to like a lot of different music as long as it's, you know, it's got like rhythm and soul in it somehow. And then I listened, like I don't know, in, in the in the Latin culture, they refer to it as like lowrider oldies, but a lot of the artists are, are African American for sure. But like you know, like um, 
like just like a lot of the oldies that I mentioned, a lot of the Motown stuff or like the Delphonics, um, a lot of those artists, it's like in, in the Latin, like uh, especially the Chicano culture in LA and stuff, like they listen to a lot of those oldies and then um, they, they make compilations and they'll have pictures of like old school cars and they call those those compilations like low rider oldies. Cause it's, it's just kind of associated with the culture. Like if you go to LA and you used to chill back in the days with like all, all like all the homies and all that stuff, it was, it was like, that's they what play you a lot to in the car. Stuff. Yeah. And then, oh, um, and then dope. I listened to something called Latin freestyle, which was like, there was people like Stevie B and then like new shoes that, that group that had that, that joint, I can't wait. Um, I don't know if you guys were familiar with that stuff, but you know, remember like how back in the day, like So So Deaf used to have all those artists like uh, with the like the faster stuff, like I Know Jay, and um, um, they like were the more So So like, Deaf bass all stars. Yeah, it, it it was like it kind of stems off with that stuff too. That they, they used to call it like Latin freestyle, and okay. a lot of people could use it like for break dancing and stuff like that. And then um, I listen to like reggae, I'll listen to dance hall. I used to like a lot of like mainstream dance hall back in the day. There used to be a, um, a club in San Francisco back in the day called Club Six, which sucks when it closed down. But they used to have like a lot of dance hall and reggae nights. Oh, it sounded like and that it was, was it was like it was like the best. And so I like listening to like Bounty Killer, Beanie Man and like all of those. And then like Tonto Metro and Devante. So I listen to like a little bit of everything and i listened to like some old nirvana my one of my friends put me onto sublime but obviously like hip-hop is always going to be like my number one go-to but i get asked that a lot people are like do you ever listen to anything other than hip-hop and i was like i do but i will never ever ever outgrow that it's not a phase for me that's that's just like part of my dna you yeah, know yeah yeah no absolutely because I, I, I don't listen to nothing but hip-hop but when i do i listen to i do listen to a lot of soul music um like like 60s and 70s soul music and then like i've been listening to more like 80s stuff like like lisa lisa and uh -huh. like uh all the all the um cheryl pepsi raleigh and uh, uh -huh. um a lot of print stuff lately been listening to yeah, yeah, I love the Purple Rain soundtrack. That was like one of my favorites oh, yeah. too. My, and Erotic my, City, my that's my that joint. <laughs> <laughs> that is no. my joint. <laughs> they, they're re-releasing all the Prince uh, albums on vinyl, like in special oh, editions. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of them because I got, I got my wife Purple Rain for uh, her birthday. So now I get all the, the algorithms send me all these, you know, they, you know, they send you a bunch of stuff. So I've been seeing a lot of the the album's special edition okay. of of the Prince album, so that's been pretty dope. Oh, one more before we go to the next subject, I, or I was just gonna say, my R and B game from the '90s is on point too, because I'm looking at some of my <laughs> CDs over there. I just don't want to look over there, but I got like Escape, SWV albums. I hella love Boys to Men back in the day. That was my shit. Philadelphia like, Wins again. Like, all of that stuff. I, I like. See, I I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the '90s of '90s R&B. Like a lot of my friends, like, cause I mean, but that's what we grew up. That that was like our time. But I like a lot of the the more neo soul stuff. Like I like oh, D'Angelo, like Maxwell. And, yeah, 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 I yeah. like all, all that too. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like, uh, like Mint Condition, um, Jagged Edge. I don't. I don't know. That is for you or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not, not, it wasn't it just it just didn't do it for me i mean i would play okay. it when 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 because girls like it so i would play it but it, i never it's fair we all like what we like you know 
Oh, no there was never a day where I'd be like, yo, turn turn that jagged little pill on. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> that's what it was called, right? It was that like, J.E. Uh, Heartbreak. <laughs> hey, that was my album, but you know, <laughs> to each their own, you know. What about what about what's the what do you listen to, uh, Savad? Uh, well, I uh, feel it all you. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm I'm the I'm the total opposite of him, where he doesn't listen to anything. I literally listen to. Everything. Everything. So, oh, okay. Like Latin jazz, smooth jazz, uh, you know, like acid jazz. Uh, It'll be the classical. Dust Brothers and then Coogee Rap. Yeah, but yeah, I like. I, I just, I've, I've always liked to have that ability to to mix things together and like have like a hybrid of, you know, like one minute be listening to something and then the next minute go to something else and then see how you can kind of right. connect them. Yeah. So like being being in this like particular age of, of technology like it's perfect for that but like yeah right like you know i got i got like two sons so they're like both kind of learning about music now so like they, mm -hmm. they put stuff in the genres where it's like their music which is like kind of like disney pixar like they consider mm. their songs and then my <laughs> my songs are kind of like whatever is like hip-hop or whatever um mm. their mom song they like okay we want to listen to mama songs the mom songs are like uh beyonce uh chloe and hallie like you know like sierra mm. or whatever and then right. um and then like like and then i say okay do you want to listen to nana songs and nana songs are like motown <laughs> Gosh, <Nana yeah>. songs. <laughs> yeah so it's yeah. so it's so it, it's kind of cool to have that like they kind of have have made me kind of step it up in terms of making sure that like as they get older, I want to make sure not only are they not just influenced by what I like, but also influenced by like what their family likes too. So their mom, my, right. my, my sister. So they mom. get a variety. They're like, yeah, well and they can choose. Like, yeah. yeah, if I if I yeah. say, okay, do you want to listen to you know Uncle Phil's songs? Then I know what to play. You know, for them, and they know mm. what to expect. Get the earmuffs out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it. I think it's all good to kind of. That's dope, though. That's a dope way to uh, like kind of differentiate the uh, the music. Yeah. So yeah. um, you know, with with that, like in the mornings, like we'll listen to like there's like a playlist that I have that has like you know like all the um, like Bill Withers, like Sam Cooke, like all the like yeah um, yeah you know, yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, like the kind of energizes you, give gives you that feeling for the morning, mm -hmm. and then um in. in in the like in the middle of the day like we'll play like the mama songs like the beyonce the, you know like the maybe even some of the afro beat stuff yeah yeah no that stuff is good too yeah. i be listening to the spanish joints too like yeah. i'm not Latin, and then it's like i'll be listening to it and i'm like god i don't know everything you're saying <laughs> but like the the beats and all that stuff yeah. it's like it's good though. you know i listen to a bunch of different stuff yeah, so it's, it's it just depends on the mood depending right. on what i'm in what i'm feeling at the time but like i said sunday I usually I feel like that's the vibe to play a lot of oldies because a lot of times I'm feeling like Sundays are chill days. You're gonna be cleaning up at the house, doing chores, and it's like you want to listen to something a little more mellow. And then I kickstart exactly. my week like with all you know my hardcore hip hop stuff or whatever. Man, you got you got to wake up at the crack of dawn with us one day so you can be doing the <laughs> oh, B boy yeah. brunch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess for you that 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 would be like, be like early. Yeah, like seven in the morning. When we do it, because we do it at 10 Eastern. 
Yeah, because I see you guys all the time. You, you be sending me the live videos, and I'm like, man, I'm at the front desk at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so yeah. that was the only fun thing during quarantine. I got to see a bunch of live videos. I was always, I always liked watching, um, what's his name? Lord Finesse. Yeah, I love yeah. like his, his little sessions on the on the IG live. Stat you always static play was, all the joints. Like Static was probably Select my favorite. Uh, yeah, it was between them two. It was Lord Finesse and Static Selector that I was yeah. always going back and forth between their IG live. Yeah, it was funny because every time um I would be on Static's uh, live, I I see I see you pop up there. Oh, yeah. I, it's, it's, I I think like somehow the algorithms like know like people that are uh like follow each other, and you see those oh. people. Oh yeah, yeah, because I would see you pop up too. Yeah, and but like, you, I wouldn't see like like people that are like like when the celebrities like when they would do like the verses. You only oh, see like the 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 people the with main, the text. famous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you knew everybody was on there. <laughs> yeah, like we were here heavy. I was, I remember um, on one of the ones. Like I, I, I had said something and it popped up there, and one of my homies, Jimmy, uh, he he screenshot. He's like, he's like, you famous now. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was like eight hundred thousand or something many people watching the DJ premiere in RZA. That's why. Yeah, that, that one had it, a lot of people. Yeah, and that one, and then the DMX and Snoop Dogg, I think, was like the most popping out of all of them. Yeah, I didn't that, watch all the other ones, but I, I watched those two for sure. I watched every one except guess what. 112. The Arda. 112 and Jackie, man. Jackie, little pill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Alanis set. That is that the name of her joint? Her, her, Alanis Morissette. Or is it, is it Jagged Little Thrill or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Hers is, ja her, hers is Jagged Little Thrill. Okay. And they, they just jacked they, it. They just jacked it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Oh, yeah. No, it's wait. the other way. It's the other oh, way. Her, her, hers is Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> And theirs was Jagged Little Thrill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who cares? All right. Yeah, it wasn't important enough for you to remember, so uh, moving right along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for real. Um, what, what album was Promise on? That's all I care about. That's that's my joint. Promise? Jagged Little Thrill was there. Jagged Edge. It's Jagged uh, J Heartbreak, I think. Yeah, yeah, that Promise yeah. is my it, joint. Oh, see, they jacked that, that for is. the edition. That is, that yeah, is the yeah. joint, yes. yeah. That's uh, like that's like the perfect wedding song. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like nah, that, proposal song or proposal. I don't know something like that. Who sing like Let's that. Get Married? Don't they sing Let's Get Married? Too? Let's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's them too. Yeah. yeah. Shout to Je, man. I think they're they're making a comeback too. I know you're you sitting out on this one, Phil. Uh, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm gonna be there like I'm frozen. All <laughs> 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 oh, stiff, like. <laughs> All right, hip. So we we want to know. Mm. You're somebody, as you mentioned, you would have you definitely been doing some traveling. You're out there on the West Coast in the Bay Area. You normally try to make it over to, to New York and, you know, try mm -hmm. to get over there. What have you missed out on? What, what are some of the things that you had planned as far as, like, travel? Or did you have anything specifically that you were going to do? Or were you going to just do, um, kind of um, figure it out when you got there? Kind of figure it out just because there's always a lot to do when I get out there. All I knew in my mind was, like, I'm trying to go back to New York for sure. That's like second home. And then um, like at the end of, when was it? Like at the end of the year, last year I had went to like Boston. And like, I, I just plan on going back to New York and Jersey just because every time I go, there's there was always shows going on. And then I did miss one concert, but it was actually out here in Cali. It was in Southern California. So like uh, LA area or like, you know, out there. It was called like Thought Fest, mm. T-H-O-P. 
and it was gonna have mm. like evidence rock marcy was gonna be there um xp the marksman like a bunch of people it was like one of those big outdoor um type of shows uh supreme cerebral is gonna be there just like a bunch of people um and that was supposed to be in april and it got canceled so i was like uh so that was one i missed that would have been like still local but uh that would be the one that I, I know for sure I was supposed to try to go to mm -hmm. and that didn't happen. But uh, we got to get to the social concert stuff too, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, Phil, uh, just what, I mean, I guess we talked, when we kind of, some of the guests that we've talked to, everybody that we've talked to in the past, I guess, five to six weeks, um, they're kind of, they've kind of been in the same boat as far as like not knowing when they're going to be able to hit the road and not yeah. knowing how things are going to go, but they all basically said that they all wanted to, um, you know, like, um, like for example, like in, um, little brother's case, like rap, rapper, big Pooh, Pooh was just like, you know, like they, the one year anniversary of their, of their album just passed, but they didn't get a chance to really do the, the proper tour that they were, mm. they were planning to do. And then probably when they'll be able to, it's gonna be at least a year and a half or more, you know, since the album came out. But it's kind of unprecedented to have to wait like 18 months to, to support yeah, your album that came out. Um, it's like they did a bit. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like, yeah. I mean, did you guys have plans too? Were you guys gonna travel or is, were you guys like with the family, like and all that? Like, did you have plans to go somewhere for the mm. summer? Uh, so I, I, I normally I normally go to the East Coast. I'm in Texas, so I normally go to the East Coast at least twice a year. Normally mm -hmm. in March, normally in like September, or normally in July. So like that that totally just got wiped out. So I mean that that's mm -hmm. normally and then I'll try to catch a show or something if if I'm back somewhere. But, yeah. Um, I mean with me like I knew it's stuff. Shows. I knew stuff was real when South by Southwest got canceled in Austin. You know that that's mm. normally where i'm able to see like you know if i want to go see 10 shows i could you know or, or 20 shows i could you know right when, when, within a week so once that got canceled and all the festivals and stuff started to kind of not be happening that's when i knew i'm like all right well here we go Shit so, just got real <laughs> yeah, yeah right so, so yeah so that that pretty much was it for me as far as my plans i know phil um you know same type of thing like where yeah where, there was, little brother was one that because they were coming to the Norva, um, Sky Zoo was supposed to tour. Sky Zoo, it, yep. Um, so I was looking forward to that. Um, Freddie Gibbs was another one that I was looking forward oh. to. Um, and then uh, my homies, they they do the realest podcast ever. They had a um, they had a live podcast that they were doing that was right around my birthday, and me and my wife were going to go to Philly for that, mm. and so that got blew up. You know, so it was just, yeah. it was just a couple of things that we had, a couple of things we had planned that, you know, for obvious reasons uh, couldn't happen. So I'm still, eventually at some point, I, I'm, I'm hoping those things will get rescheduled and happen. It's just going to be weird on how it's going to, going to be. Cause even somebody like Nas, who has, oh, I think his album is, uh, the new album is dope, who probably, he can't tour it and, and that that's just disappointing. The locks who dropped, or, or probably as we're speaking, that their album's coming out, and they're not going to be able to tour. And they always come to, uh, I hear you. Um, like every time they, uh, every time they uh, drop something, whether it's solo or as a group, they always come 
and, and at, to the Norva where I am. So, mm. I, and I and I try to see them anytime they get here. So just stuff like that that is going to be that missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, Hip, what do, what do you think about this? Um, if you could put together a lineup for a socially safe concert, <laughs> what would your lineup be and where would you have it? This is the fun part. So, I have my <laughs> list and then um, I feel like it would all tie in together well because of the chemistry and like it brings a little bit of variety to the different styles. Um, so, I picked that I would have um, UFO Feed, who's from um, East Harlem, um, Ito, Jay Royale, Napoleon the Legend, Ill Conscious, Jay Cyanide, Supreme Cerebral, and Sky Zoo. And then if there was if there was going to be producers that were like hanging out or doing a set or whatever, just being out there, I would say probably like Buck Wild and B Don and probably Alchemist. But I saw him at. Um, at the Rock Marcy show I went to, I probably have it, you know where I'm gonna have it. I would have it in the Bay Area, probably in Oakland. And I that's why I had fun with this question. And the, uh, I would call the, the uh, event East Coast in the Bay. Because- This sounds like no, something this, that needs this, to happen. This is like a plan that I need to, if I had the money in and I could put a money or something and like build, you know, I built with a bunch of those people already. So yeah. it would just be like, figuring things out but um I, I, the reason why i chose this is because a lot of the artists out in the east coast have been saying they want to come out to the bay area but there's always issues with like the vendors or like they don't get paid enough to come out here so i feel like if i would if i was if that were to happen or i could make it happen that would be like a dream because i know a lot of those artists want to be able to come out here anyway and uh, and all those people, I feel like they all tie together well because a lot of them have done features together. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, you know, and and then a lot of those people that I chose, um, they're they're good, humble people. They got good chemistry. I feel like at their events, there wouldn't be a lot of drama over there because they're not those type of people that would yeah. just you know cause a lot of stuff. I feel like a lot of their fan bases is people that are really like we like the music, we want to see a good show, we love hip hop. We're not here for all the other you know excess unnecessary drama and then i would try probably try to charge like 75 bucks somewhere around there yeah you got to i mean you that'd got be, like that'd a, be well worth it yeah that's like a festival yeah like a festival yeah um, he's posting the bay and then and then one of the venues i would probably pick was uh it's most likely going to be in oakland because they have like kind of better venues in san francisco so it'd probably be at a place called the new parish um the uptown nightclub or the elbow room and then um, I would have it on a first come first serve uh, basis. And to follow with the whole social distancing thing, I would allow half the amount of the total capacity of what they can hold people wise at the venue. Okay. That would be probably like my rule. So like if they could well, have like, <laughs> if they could have like 200 people, then I would only allow half of that. So then it would be just like first come first serve. You get your uh -huh. tickets, you don't. Uh, but there has to be a cap in terms of the whole social distancing. So I would probably just cut I'm that jamming out. everybody in there, man. The internet show on risk. No. <laughs> Let's get it. No. That, that's what the White House looked like today. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah, yo, they, that, was they, they, that was just everybody was just elbow to elbow. No mask, mm -hmm. no nothing. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah bro, bro, we Rona, can't have that. 
Yeah. Rona, you said if it was wild, a like social distancing concert, you gotta you gotta have some kind of rules. So yeah. I think that would help it. I don't wanna like pick and choose who can and can't go. That's like good if though. you got the bread, that's cool, but just see if you could get your ticket before it sells out. I don't really like to do the whole limited this and limited that, but given the circumstances of what's going on, I would say half half of the the amount of people that the venue can hold would probably be fair. No, that's that's I would look into that. Like that's something that people would travel to like even if you just think about it being in Oakland and you know like yeah like with the that's history like, yeah that's like a, some that's of like them a, have been to Oakland I know okay. I think Sky Zoo has been to the Bay I I think it might have been Oakland or another city but I think he's been here before and I think um who else has been out here I know like Benny the Butcher has he performed in Oakland Butcher before coming. But I don't know about like UFO Feeb, Ito, J Royal. I don't think all of them. I think Jay Cyanide might have been to Cali before. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, he's been to LA. And Supreme okay. Cerebral is originally from New York, but he lives out in uh in uh, Southern California. Oh, okay. So I think it would be huh. a dope event. Like a bunch of people would probably come out from from you know, because they, they want to be able to go out there. Like it would be a good light for the Bay Area because you know, there's a lot of people out here that are like, oh, yeah, what do you guys, you know, why won't you guys come out here? But they mm -hmm. said a lot of the, the people out here, like the venues, they just, they don't really offer, you know, when you negotiate with the money, they just don't offer a lot for people that come out here. So yeah. it's almost not worth it for them to fly all the way out here. But if I could make that happen, that would be dope. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, I, Phil, Phil. I don't think we need to to even uh, talk about who we would do. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> no. Nope. No, no, not really. I mean, honestly, we we kind of just wanted to just see what what you, where your thoughts were. I think with me, um, I, I would definitely kind of kind of try to do the same thing that you did. I would want for it to be outside. I know there's a risk as far as the weather sometimes, but uh, if I was gonna do it, I would have it here in Austin. Um, but it wouldn't be like in like the summertime, so I'd probably try to have it in the fall. What I okay. really would want to do, I would really want to have like a lot of some of like a lot of the, the unsung DJs that I saw over the over the past few months that have been doing their thing. One of the guys that I really have have been um, proud of in terms of like this what he's been doing, um, a guy named uh, DJ Kerosene. He's he's uh, Nick Grant. I, I heard him. Yeah, he's he's Nick Grant's DJ. And he he was on IG Live for 24 hours one day. That's great. He did what? a 24 hour DJ set. Like he started at like Jeez. he started at like 10 a.m. one or no, he's I'm sorry, he started at 10 p.m. one night, and then he went 24 hours until the next day, until the next night, and like oh no, he was like drinking, <laughs> drinking Red Bulls and beers <laughs> and like but like yo like. Besides just the fact of just DJing, like in the way that he was, like he was doing it, like flawlessly. Like besides the fact that he's doing that, doing that on IG Live is like almost impossible. Like you see how they kick people off and like yeah, yeah they keep going back on. Yeah, like he just kept, he just continued the stream and just kept it going. They kept the energy going. So I mean, I, I tried to tune in as, as much as I could, but it was amazing to see. So like just you know, just guys like him. Like we have a, you know a few friends that have been doing their things as well. Um, and we would love to just see, you know, be able to kind of just welcome everybody yeah. back to outside, you know, right. like, I think that would be the name of my show, like, welcome back outside, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. just give everybody a chance to just kind of just like, carefree, you know, just get back to kind of what we were used to and what we kind of, I guess, took, took for granted, you know.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would try to do something like that, like a like an outdoor festival, have a few um, DJs. That would be dope too. Yeah, since yeah. everybody's indoors and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and honestly, like if I was gonna if I was gonna pick an MC mm-hmm. to to maybe uh, maybe be like headline it or whatever, mm-hmm. I would I would pick like I would probably pick Elzai. Mm-hmm. Elzai's dope. Yeah, super dope. Yeah, Shout that. out to Elzai. So, yeah. so, so for me, I would I would probably take a little bit of a cheat code and and have a festival of all the people that's been on our show. Mm. So I, that that would be my and, and um so you start with Raz and Skazu Torre. I mean, you know, we go down the line. Yeah. And, um, somebody that that's really really killing right now. Locksmith uh, would definitely be on there. Rhapsody, and I would I would have those people, and then I have, of course, um, Rick G's playing. You know, like he would he would open it up and play in between the sets, and so that would be like uh, the, um, the like the the tissue and the tape uh, festival. But the the thing that I think I would do kind of make it memorable is like would actually have like. Um, when you when you buy a ticket, you get a cassette, like an actual. Work, yeah, yeah. You, you get an actual cassette, um, and it's a it's an MP3. You know, it's like a jump drive or whatever. Some but kind has, of a keepsake to take home yeah, for the event. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, to to keep with our social distancing rules, you have you have your uh you'd have uh like the headphones, and you have you have your little areas, but you be in you know. You still be in the venue. I don't know where I would have it. I mean, I guess if I was going to have it outside, um, mm-hmm. if I could pick anywhere, just because I know it would it would work. The amphitheater would be dope. Um, the Virginia Beach amphitheater. But if I was going to do it inside, you know, I love the Norwood just because I love the the atmosphere of it, um, how it's laid out. It feel it feels like one of those old. It feels like like the like one of them old school hip hop venues. So that's that's what old vibe. Remember the old boathouse? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. boathouse that it hip it was a dope venue. Everybody used to go there. Um it doesn't exist anymore, but we saw the roots in uh the Jazzy Fat Nasties there. Um shout out to uh Mercedes. And um yeah, that that was a great venue. That was the first I I, I remember I got like the I got a roots t shirt and they all autographed it and everything that was pretty dope. That's dope. Um, yeah. yeah, so but that would be I would just have like um our guys RJ Payne and you know mm. you know Big Pooh and Jamel and Champs. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be dope. Yeah. How, much, how much how much would you charge though? Hip says oh. 75 for her, so Oh man, <laughs> it, it's a it's a two day festival and we giving out trinkets, t shirts and <laughs> so um hundred days for a hundred for the two days. That's solid. Oh, okay. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's solid. Now, one of the things that artists are missing out on, besides just the shows, of course, is the merch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you can see, we, we all have on our particular uh, shirts of, of our shirts. We're all stunned right now. And- yeah. Uh, Keith Mouse, you, 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 you started it. Yeah, nah, for the I know. 
for, for our audio <laughs> listeners, uh, Hip is, is killing us right now with the uh, 20th anniversary Illmatic shirt. So she she, she definitely uh, beat us. Like it, it's no contest. Like, <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I, I had to. I had to. Uh, I had to tuck mine in. I had to. Uh, I, had to I know you my, had to go change and come I, back. I, I, I had to do my verse over. <laughs> Phil, Phil came with the uh, the, the low end theory shirt. I got my EPMD shirt on. So, um, so yeah, like the, the the touring has 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 always been cool. But I see more artists are getting into merch and making sure that their brand is, is available for their fans to kind of spread the message. Uh, because mm-hmm. you know, like the keepsakes, like we're talking about, like the, the albums used to be the keepsakes. Now, with everything being so digital, you don't necessarily have a piece of, of the project how you normally would have it. You know, as far as riding around it with it in your car and stuff. So, hip. Um, when it comes to hip hop merch, uh, we, we we know that you're somebody that's into it. Fishy, um, tissue. Yeah. Are are you OC? Are you OCD about anything when it comes? To uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talk to us, talk to us about vinyl, that. My CDs, my merch, everything. Uh, so in terms of merch, my go-to that I think I I bought from the most consistently is Classic Material NY. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's a dude that and he has his own store now. Um. His shirts are like the top quality that I like. He has like the next level tees and a lot of them are very, you know, just, it's like they're they're the collectible stuff that you want to have. Um, and uh, um, you're uh, you're wearing someone else I buy from, like anybody that sells merch from the ST squad mm-hmm. out in, um, you know, out mm-hmm. in um, Boston and all Boston. that. Yeah, Term. Yeah, that area, Term, term and all that. You're wearing yeah. the Good Dad Gang one. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite hats. Yeah, I copped that for my brother and my boyfriend and oh, that's stuff dope. for uh, Father's Day. Yeah. Anything that term sells or easy money or dead eye, DJ easy, Dead Eye, all of them. Easy money. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to the ST Squad. Uh, I was wearing one of those shirts yesterday, but their stuff is all quality because like you're wearing the hat, you see the stitching on their stuff. Nice no, crazy. Um it's so they always get good quality for the shirts. Um, the stitching is always really good. The, um, you know, like the screen prints always, their stuff is always like good quality. I've never had an issue with them. And, um, and like term is hella cool. So a lot of times when I buy from him, he sends me like a bunch of like extra stuff. Um, just cause he knows like, I'm not, you know, like I actually support the people I want to buy from, you know, I, I don't expect them to just give it to me. And, um, and like, you know, I just, I buy directly from them. Uh, because, or I buy from people that I trust that I know have good customer service. So like, if, um, it's always like, yeah, classic material I bought the most from. And then like I said, FT squad, like all of their stuff is always really good. And then, um, and then like one of my favorite shirts is I have, um, it's my gangstar tee that I bought from DJ premier from his site. Um, that's one of the ones in my collection that I'm really proud of having. Nice. And then I bought, you know, like, and I value like my, my prodigy, my, my mob deep stuff. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like my merch went up, so I'm in, since I said I was moving, everything's oh. kind of scattered right now, but I like to have my shirts in order by like the color, the brand. <laughs> so like all my, yeah, all my classic material shirts, See? I bought, I put all his See? stuff together because I have about like six or seven of his shirts that I bought. I don't remember if I bought a hoodie and then I have a few Nas shirts where they're not from, they're not from the same brand or whatever, but 
I try to put all my Nas shirts together. I try to put all my Mob Deep stuff together. So yeah, I have, I kind of, I'm very anal about that. Like I like to have them folded. It's Queen like, section. Like to have the, the, the merch, I mean, not the merch, uh, the image. Like I like that to be showing, or if I hang them up on racks, it's like, <laughs> see? Yeah, you're gonna see all classic material right here, all ST squad right here and so on. So that's how I do on my merch. Thank you, Hip. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know, Nas would blush if he heard you say that. Uh, Nas got so many fans. I would just be another person. But he, but, but <laughs> if he ever caught on, I would, I would be really like humbled by it. But yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just like one of many. He will probably never ever know who I am, and that's fine. That, <laughs> that's cool. But I'm telling you, like, yeah, like, like the the, the dedication. I, I'll say that not just to him, but just to, to I guess, representing the culture like that and wearing it. It does kind of. Um, Again, like when I see somebody out, it's one thing, like if you see somebody like, for example, like Phil likes the Niners, you're in the Bay Area. If he was to visit, you know, the, the Bay Area with his Niners stuff on, like he, he would obviously get the nods and stuff, but it's different when he has his Niners stuff on in Virginia because mm -hmm. yeah. if he sees somebody else with Niners stuff on, it's like, yeah, oh, okay, we're, like we're, we're here with it. You know, like it's like, yeah. you know, it's an instant connection. And it's that, right. same, it's that same type of thing. I see him. Bring it in. Yeah. Bring yeah. it in. Family. Oh, shout out to Sky Zoo, too. He's like, he's really dope. Like, he's always been a good MC, but he has like really good customer service, too. Like, he caught on and saw that, like, you know, he saw what I was doing and reached out a couple times. And then when it was my birthday, because I had, I had copped the Retropolitan CD and the vinyl when it yeah. came out. And then when it was my birthday, he was like, if I had known, he was like, I would have sent you something on the house. And I was like, oh, well, I was like, I, you know, I don't care. Like, I, I bought it already because I, I like the project. And then, like, I think a couple weeks later, I got a package in the mail and he, he sent me a, a signed copy of, of the vinyl that he wrote a message on it. So then now I have two of the vinyl. I was like, I got one to keep and one to like display yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he sent cool. some extra records with it. And then he sent me like two or three shirts, like because it was my birthday. That's so, cool. you know, I Drop I appreciated that too, because I had already copped it, but yeah. it was it was fine. I was like, oh, now I got extra. No, so like nice. that, that Retropolitan shirt, the uh, the one well, with him and um with him and Pete. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that joint is dope. I got that joint. Yeah. That, that that's definitely like one of the, the my favorite. I ones. am super like appreciative of that. I was like yeah. super excited when I got the package. I was like, he signed it and everything, like with my name. So I was like, if I want to play one, I could play one. And then I got the other one. I was like, I'm not messing with that one. I'm gonna keep that in the uh, the vinyl sleeve and all of that. Yeah, no, that's so, dope. I mean, it must be a Barrel Brother thing because Torre has great uh, customer service uh, too. Um, he's I got a, a couple shirts of his like he he did um like his discography tee um with mm -hmm. april walker and that was that was super dope and so it has all the cds um a picture of all the cds on there then uh for uh entitled and so did that and he he packs his records um like he's he put a video out recently of him shipping out uh records and stuff so that, that's always cool to see when the actual artist is uh, actually putting in the work to send out the stuff mm -hmm. to the to the fans. Yeah, and they show when they're at the post office and everything that's like yeah. dope. Like people like Napoleon the Legend, UFO Thief, like all of them, like they're they're pretty solid. Mm -hmm. They're always like, hey, I'm making a trip to the post office. I'm buying, I mean, you know, like this is going out today. I like buying from people that I really like and also have good customer service. I hate when I spend my money and then like, you know, I don't get it for like six months or some, there's some people where like their music is good, but then they don't seem to really appreciate 
the fans as much as you would think and it's yeah. it's kind of like oh well i don't know i just feel like the attitudes of certain people it's like you show love to them and sometimes i feel like not everybody reciprocates it the same way but when i know that there's people that are really solid and they appreciate everything i'm like you know i'll cop from them especially because they'll they'll be like i'm really grateful that for your support and all that stuff and then i see the quality i'm like i'm buying from you again next time what you got that, i mean so that, but they that's, got, like, more that's what that's what it's about the best kind um yeah two other people uh real quick uh master ace i got a symphony t-shirt from him and that oh, dope. yeah and that was uh i wore it on like the live like a few days ago and i got a lot of uh <laughs> a lot of comp but like soon as i i was like yo i need one of those he was like boom boom he hit me and got one um like super quick and and rj Payne, who whose merch game is crazy um yeah, he, he 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 spent some time with uh, Griselda and like he already had a dope merch game and then he spent some time with them and then he just took mm -hmm. it up to another level. And right. so big shout out to him. Cause like sending sending stuff out now is like, you know, you you risking shit for real. <laughs> like going to the <laughs> post office, like that's, that's dedication, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. That's not the yeah. place you want to be for sure. No. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. want to be there before right. COVID, and <laughs> you definitely want to like be to now. be there. Yeah, like like sending packages out. You know, be like, yo, can y'all come to the crib? Yeah, mm -hmm. Hip, I'm gonna leave you, it outside. Hip, would you rather have uh, a dope hoodie or a dope T-shirt? Ah, uh, uh, I like both. I, if you um, had to choose, hit for tech. I guess I'll I guess I'll go with the t-shirts because I could get more of them wear, with my money. Yeah, yeah, you could get probably, <laughs> I could get, probably like get like two, like five t-shirts and then get one hoodie and then like I have yeah. to like budget for a while. So yeah, probably the t-shirts. I guess if I had to pick. What about you, Phil? Oh man, it's nothing like a good hoodie, man. See y'all, see y'all don't get winter like I get winter. Yes, we uh, do. They Sometimes it, 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 it's it like gets colder. It gets, it gets yeah. colder. It gets colder. It gets what? It gets it gets what? Cold. Like thirty-one no, no. degrees. How many? Like, like, yeah, it's cold. But they're, like, they're off the water though, so they. That's yeah, a, but they, it, it, that, it, like, how yeah, many when times? you're by the water, it's way. It gets really cold. I've I've been up there before. We don't get like, snow really, but it's still. Yeah, but how many cold. times do you get thirty-one degrees? Like, come on. Um, I'm like. Every year, yeah, every year. <laughs> like like that one time. <laughs> no, no one I swear. <laughs> um, you want, if I, if I know you like five years from now, I'm going to send you a screenshot every single year showing you that it'll be 31 you, you or 34. And I'll be uh, like, look how many years in a row it's been. It's been five years already. And we always get something in the 30s. I think I'm joking. I'm serious. <laughs> no, no. We'll see. Especially if, when you're by the coast, by the water. I, like I, I, st I stay with a hoodie anyway. Um, there's something there's something about a, a good hoodie, but to your point, you can get way more bang for your buck off the t-shirts than you can for a hoodie. Um, seems like the hoodies have a longer lifespan too, though. Um, they they probably do. I, I I think I think I'm going hoodie. I think I'm going hoodie. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's something about when you got a hoodie, it's like you like extra committed. Yeah, like like because like, it's like outerwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's outerwear. Like you you like because you could you could cover up a t shirt. Like when you wear a hoodie, like you you mean that shit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it is it is a different type of commitment. That. 
I uh, agree. Yeah, you probably got to give me the hoodie too. I'm probably with that. that that's a tough one though. The t-shirt's right there because you can wear that anywhere. But yeah, it's it's something about the hoodie and like that's the one hoodie where you know how people like like the like ladies for example they like to take their guys hoodies and all that like nah you can't take you can't take those though like mm -hmm. I, I need that you can't <laughs> take, take any other like, one you want like I got a couple of them Griselda jerseys like mm, yeah nah, yeah, yeah don't do that like, yeah, don't do like that. not my fly guy <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay hey, all right. okay all right so the, the merch merch is, is something that we all can relate on um for sure definitely so again hip thank you for rocking with us we got a couple more uh things we want to talk about of course mm -hmm. um one of the things we wanted to, to to just talk about is of course uh we've been following you for so long and you know your write-ups what's what's been going on with that i know you you know you mentioned work and you know, like kind of just trying to get back into the groove with that. How's it been, uh, you know, still doing the reviews and stuff? Like people still harassing you? Um, so <laughs> kind of, but I had to kind of make a couple of announcements on there and some people see it and some people don't. Okay. So I have taken a step back from writing reviews. Um, I'm still with Weekly Rap Gods. I still write with Insomniac Magazine when I, when I feel like it. But um, as of lately, I haven't really had to write too much because uh, Weekly Rap Gods is kind of like taking a break from uh, new music submissions. So right now they're only kind of doing interviews. Um, so I was able to like push back from a lot of people that were asking for a lot of reviews. I was like, I'm not really doing that right now. And then um, I'm now writing for Documented Fly, which is like a new magazine that came out. It's under the wing of um, Sun Low out of Jersey. Like he's all with the IAC, the low lights and all that stuff. So I know I'm under the direction of good people. So they have like a, a, mag a, a it's a magazine that's actually getting printed and published and it's like really good quality. It doesn't look like your typical like magazine you get in the mail. It, it's almost like a book type magazine. Nice. Um, so it's like it's going to have like high quality photos in it and I get to write more editorials now. So I'm happy to tell people about that. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, people will cop the magazines and be able to see my stuff published. Like, I think I'm gonna really try to get my, my friends and family to try to buy it too, just to be like, hey, you know, if you if, if there's any way you could support me, I know you guys don't really listen to my music, but if you guys can have that magazine, you'll have it somewhere in your house and you'll see my stuff is actually published with like photos. It's not just like accessible online. So once um, it starts getting um, put up for sale, like as an individual item, I'm gonna start promoting that more. Yeah, I get to know. write yeah. editorials about like sneakers, like um, for the, the edition that, that we're gonna have one coming out soon. I got to write about like sneakers and hip hop, um, geogra oh, nice. geographical footwear. Um, just like a bunch of stuff. I get to talk about like urban art, graffiti. Um, I get to talk about police brutality. Like we're, there's different columns, like just anything that has to do with like, you know, like urban culture um, in general. So the, the, um, the first one had already dropped like a while back, but I'm waiting for them to announce that it's gonna be um, published, you know, as an individual item. And then the, the issue that should be getting released after that is most of the theme is going to be about like sneakers. So a lot of the editorials I wrote about in that one are going to be about sneakers. So it's a lot. It's really fun for me. I think I'm a lot less stressed now because I'm not stuck to one type of writing. I, you know, I told you guys before that I get overwhelmed when, with like 
it, it's nothing personal with people I'm cool with, but it's like everybody's like, oh, I got, I need this, I need that, I need that, and I'm like, yo, I'm not making any money off of this. I'm like busting my ass and I'm tired. So with this, it's like you know, I actually I get a little something for what I do, and then it's it's fun because it's a new type of way for me to write. You know, nice. I, I'm not stuck doing oh, this is what I thought about this song. Like, I'm like, you know how much I love sneakers too and merch and all that. So I'm like, that's really fun for me to dive into. So that that's like a new announcement. And then so while we were on this, the topic about merch, I had a surprise to tell you guys that I'm uh -oh. gonna be selling my own merch pretty soon. Um, I had someone make me a, a like a text-based logo. And then as soon as I could get connected with the right person so I could get them made and all that stuff, I'm going to start pushing to have that up for sale. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I believe that I'll be able to sell a good amount just because of like based off like the followers I have and the people that I built with. I, I do believe that I have people who do support me and they're going to, you know, they're going to want to support me with that. Well, you know, you're going to sell at least two of them. Yeah. We, we, we got you. I, I was like, I'm gonna try to start off and sell like at like 50 of them, and I was like, I might sell more, I might sell less, but I know I'm gonna be able to sell some because I have a, a, a few loyal people that were like, I'm gonna buy it, you know, because like I just wanted to see what else I could do with it. Like I, I love hip hop, that's not gonna change, but I feel like you know a lot of people are always asking me like, how are you monetizing off of that in any way? And I, I get the whole doing it for the culture, but. I'm not rich, my day job doesn't pay me like a super whole, like I'm not living large like that. So if I could do what I love and somehow get compensated for it and find a way to side hustle, I'm, I'm gonna try to do that and see where it goes. And then at the end of the day, if it didn't work out, I can at least say that I tried to see what, what happened with it. it it's, so, the hip, it's the hip hop way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I have to believe awesome. in my own product. I have to believe that I could do it and I do think I can. Cause I, I, I know, I know a good amount of people that have already said that they would buy it for me. So yeah. it's just a matter of me getting um, in, in contact with the right person to, to start getting it pressed up. But I already have the logo and all that stuff. And, um, and then I'll just see where it goes from there. I'll probably start off with t-shirts and then if, if that does well, and when it becomes like winter time, I could try to start pushing for hoodies too. See? <laughs> I know you guys like the hoodies. So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it's, it's something I've been wanting to talk. I think when I spoke to you guys the last time, I think yeah. it was like a year ago, I was telling you I want to do that. I, I really want to try it. Like it's, I want, I don't want to, I don't like just being stuck like this all the time and like, oh, that's all you could ever <laughs> do with it. That's it. Like, no, you know, so I'm going to hustle it to people. And I feel like, you know, I'm nice enough, you know, and respectable to people where they're going to want to support that. For sure. No, definitely. We, we we definitely any way that we can help, man. We 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 definitely are uh, looking forward to contributing. So that's good to Thank hear. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So, you no, kinda, oh no. I would, oh, go yeah, ahead. Now I was about to say you kind of just went into what we were gonna kind of end with as far as new hobbies or things that you oh. revisited. Um, you actually kind of just touched. So we're we're gonna go ahead and, and say that you exploring this venture and you kind of realizing that it was go time on this kind of fits into that it's not a, it's not necessarily a hobby but it's it's a passion project for you so yeah we're, we're happy to see you you know moving forward with that has any has there been anything that you've revisited in this time um that you hadn't done in a while that, that you had time to do or to, yeah you know, what's that <laughs> watch tv <laughs> yeah see there you go <laughs> like, what you been watching like, I I watch TV in a 
while. Like I that's what I do. Someone, like shows and like I don't know, like some movies that were out that I hadn't seen in a while, or like there's like some movies I didn't even hear about, and then someone recommended something, and I was like, oh, that's you know, like I'm gonna check that out. And then I I went and dug through some of my really old DVDs that like I haven't watched in years. So I was watching all this stuff like strapped and. Like, you know, I remember the old movies like Jersey You went to the cops, Drive. You know? <laughs> we, were, we were watching that in the apartment like the other day. I, I think it was like a couple of days ago we were watching that. And um, and then there was a show I was watching called like Mixed-ish. It's, oh, um, yeah. We came across Kenya that Barris, online. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the Kenya Barris shows. It's a spinoff from Blackish. It's, it's yeah, stupid. I haven't watched that yet, but I watched yeah. that. Like, because normally I don't, I don't really watch TV. Like, I... I'm usually like a music person, but then when we had a lot of downtime and, you know, everybody's like chilling, we're just, you know, we were like, okay, we're going to watch something. And so I was like, I was like, yes, I was posted about that earlier. Like, you know, like it, it, it reminds you of how, how time just goes by so yeah, fast. Man. That was Bertha crazy, man. Like, like a baby in there and Buster yeah. was like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. The, the craziest thing in that movie is that Chi Ali shot the, uh, shot the dude. And it's like and like like art imitating life, because he. I, I you know, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because of everything that happened with him. Yeah. And and then, and then of course my favorite line, my favorite part is when they had a fight in the apartment and and uh bamboo try to shoot try to shoot him. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, you went to the cops. Yeah. So now. Yeah, that, that's my uh, that's my favorite part. That was a, that was a dope movie. That was one of the early uh, HBO originals. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And New Jersey Drive is like one of the best soundtracks. Like at uh, all the the movies. Benz of Beamers on there. Uh, Hands ain't ready. Uh, Can't you see is on there? Yeah, it's it's so so many. Just uh, ill and out scratch. Uh, is where my homies on? One of them is on there. Mm. I can't think. Uh, but yeah, it's so many uh joints on there. It was a it was a double. It was like a volume one and a volume two. Volume two, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah, New Jersey is on there. Yes. That's my shit. Yes, that's like one of my favorite Yes. <laughs> and yeah, you're just looking true. at all the outfits and it's like, it was just like a time where you're just like, dang, I remember when everyone dressed like that. Now yeah, it's like, uh, it's way different. So yeah, I was just like revisiting a lot of old stuff and then it's just like, it's nostalgic for me. It just like takes me back to a time, you know, before. Yeah. And I, so yeah, I that's what I revisited. Mm-hmm. I literally played Benza Beamer for my daughter. She just was looking like, the bankhead bank now. What's that? I, I, was, I was doing. I was like, wait, wait, wait. She was yeah. like, she was like, what's wrong with your shoulder? <laughs> oh gosh. Wow. I was yeah. like, oh man, I'm so old. And what's what's yeah. the what's the best thing that you've cooked? <laughs> um. So this, I made a dish a couple times that's called orzo with mushrooms. Because uh, I, I like a lot of like pasta, so it was like it's like orzo pasta. You cook it with like chicken broth, um, and then you put like scallions and um, parmesan in there. Um, that sounds amazing. It's 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 really good, and um, it's like it's like a pretty like hearty dish. And it's um, I made it a couple times, so I think that was probably the best thing I cooked. And then my mom came over to our spot yesterday, and she was like making Filipino food in the house, and then um, we let her cook. But then she made like this um 
like some fried shrimp. She it's not a Filipino thing, but she said she saw it like online and, and made the recipe. <laughs> and then I was like, Mom, we just moved into this new place. I'm like conscious of the neighbors like smelling all the food. I'm like, it smells like a Filipino house right now. And my boyfriend like stepped out and went to run an errand. And then when he came back, I was like, doesn't it smell like hella Filipino in here? He's like, it smells hella good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were like right. laughing, but but my mom like left us like the batter and like the way she made everything and then we we made the rest of it today and i, I was like oh, in the kitchen like like flipping the shrimp and all that stuff and my boyfriend was like yeah look at you you over there let's buy the stove and everything. so those are probably stove the last guy things cooks. i, <laughs> <laughs> I used to play the album while we were, while we were cooking ghost so killing the rain <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the best thing I cooked recently. Cause I don't cook that much, but I told him, I said, now that we got our spot, you're gonna see me in the kitchen a lot more. Cause like, if I'm living somewhere else or it's not my house, I'm like, I feel weird about being in the kitchen. And then yeah. now like I started writing a bunch of recipes down. So I, we bought a, a lot of stuff and then I'm gonna start like making stuff more. Oh, so so out all the time. So did, did Mama Hip make uh, lupia? No, she didn't make lumpia, but she probably will if I ask her to. She made chicken adobo. I don't know if you heard of that, but oh, yeah. uh, come on, man. Oh, my the, bad. I, the, I, 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 I see, well, no, see you. And where 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 we live, like where Vod is from, but where we live, like especially in Virginia Beach, is a is a large, large, large Filipino community. So that there's a lot of uh, restaurants uh, uh, here, and um, just. Little little small mom and pop For spots. For some reason, when you go to the restaurants, it's like not that strong. But I feel like whenever my mom cooks, it like permeates everything, and um, then I'll even feel like I've washed my hair, and then I'll walk out the next day going to work, and I'm like, I'm like, why does my hair smell like? <laughs> well, like, well, you know like, what it is. The the a lot of the restaurants have like these giant exhaust fans, like these industrial well, yeah, exhaust yeah. fans. But the I was super pops. conscious about it. I kept looking out the window and I, I would open the door and see if any of our, our neighbors <laughs> were walking by. And my mom's like, nobody's worried about that. They yeah. know people are eating and stuff. And I'm just like, man, everybody like, gotta knew. Eat. I don't want to Everybody gotta eat, man. Yeah. Everybody gotta yeah. eat. It, 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 could, it like could be it. worse. Yeah, yeah that's true. And like she brought like some fried fish and then I was like oh. so annoyed and I was trying not to get mad because like I was happy for her to see the new place. And I'm like, mom, I was like, I don't eat fish. You already know that. And I was like, he doesn't really eat it that much either. And I was like, why did you bring that? And she's just like, what do you mean? And then and I'm like, you know, what what you wanted to be rude. We're like, I'm not, yeah. I was like, I'm what, not trying to what, eat what, that. And then she went home, I made her take it home. I was like, I'm not eating that. I'm not. I'm not hating. Next time when I come to the Bay, I'm gonna get mama hip down. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm eating. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat the fish. She I'll, loves to she loves to show off her cooking man. and serve people too. Oh. We all ate together, but I was like, you could take the fish back. Like I'm good. No, no bring bring it on. Ugh, no, it was too strong. Like it had such a heavy smell. I don't know. My mom's like, you're always worried about. We stuff. eat she's fish, like, she's toss like, salads, and make one. rap salads. Divine chemical <laughs> slick. Come on, man. Yeah, fish, which is my favorite dish. Yeah, oh gotta, gosh, yeah, gotta have some That's fish. True. I'll pass. I'll do lobster and shrimp. You don't. Oh, uh, I love lobster. Oh. I'll tear up some lobster tail, but I don't like fish. Okay. So. But yeah, that's pretty much what I made the last. No, that, that's I made. good. Say, say it again so I can look it up. What is it again? You said it's or what? Oh, orzo with mushrooms. Just send me the recipe. Pasta. 
Send me the yeah. recipe. Okay. I'm gonna. Yeah, and it doesn't take a long time to cook. It's like it's like 25 minutes, and then if you want to, if you really wanted to like mess with it, you could like tweak it yourself. But I know like the main base is like you you obviously like boil the pasta, and then like you mix it with like chicken broth. That's like for the flavor, and then you throw mushrooms in there, and then you top, and then the scallions, all that flavor like seeps into like the mushrooms, and then right um like right before you serve them on your plate you toss it with like i think a little bit of uh, marjoram is a seasoning that's in there and then and then parmesan like the really tiny pieces of uh, parmesan okay. you top it off with that and it, it was good and it's not it's not like a super heavy pasta like you know some of them you you got to use like heavy whipping cream or whatever but the base was just like chicken stock and then if you're watching your salt you couldn't even put like low sodium chicken stock if you really wanted to you know Okay. Does that? It's like twenty five minutes to make, but I'll I'll get the recipe to you guys if you yeah. want to try to make it because I, I, I like I eating. Definitely do. Outside of oh, my yeah. food, I like to eat. I like to make like pasta dishes. Mm. I love my carbs, damn it. So. No, me too. Trust me. I'm all I'm all about the fat boy delight. So you know. Yeah. The fat boy delight. Yeah, you. <laughs> I, obviously, you haven't. That that's I got I got my own hashtag. Obviously, now it's it's nothing it's nothing fat but food. Fat boy delight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Gotta have and all me, all. me and my boyfriend, we have an addiction to like uh, Thai and Laos food. Like we, I don't know how- Thai food is awesome, man. Food, but there's this dish oh. called like larb and it's so good. And we, we kept eating that like all the time. Like every week we're like, we're craving it. Talk, and we're talk, like, oh, talk we to me right now. He, he doesn't eat shit but french fries. Talk to me right now. I'm right here. He, look at um, it's like it's like ground meat wrapped with like lettuce, but then like the base of it, it's it's got like fish sauce and stuff and, and like yeah. some other stuff in it. But but it's it's like spicy and they put like lime juice or something. It's like like a spicy lime chili base yeah, like, like, or like flavor with fish sauce. But the fish sauce, like I don't like fish, but I I eat it with that dish because the way that they flavor it, the the lime kind of like balances it out. And then you could eat it with sticky rice because, like, a lot of Southeast Asians eat sticky rice, and I like that better than regular rice. Me I too. like the texture of it. And then you know, like, when I go out east, that's when I get like my Caribbean food fix. So, dang! Now I am getting hungry. My mom left us a, a pot of adobo, so I'm about to have that after this. There you go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm. Man, <laughs> look, I got hungry again. Already, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, we, I'm about to go in there and forage. <laughs> I see my boyfriend's over there excited too. He's all like, "Yeah, we going to eat yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, but but see, for you, it's it's still earlier. It's 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 almost one in the morning for the kid. I'm about to. Oh just... yeah, that's true. You guys are yeah. three hours ahead. Then you gonna have you can't be having no fat boy delights every single oh. night at one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's I, funny. It, Phil, 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 tell tell her how many pounds you gained since high school. All right, so I I've gained exactly um, nine pounds, eight pounds since high school. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. what you that's what you're dealing with. <laughs> but that's but I, I but I got fat though because I, I used to have muscles and then it just oh. turned fat, you know. But well, I don't care. Aren't you like my age? <laughs> like, weren't you in high school like a while back? I'm an old man, you no. Know? Oh well, if you're saying you only gained nine pounds from high school, that's not a lot. Like, like yeah, that's like I know. 20, that, like twenty three years ago, yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's the point because he's saying like most most of our point. friends. Oh, um, I have only okay. gained nine pounds oh, in twenty three okay, years. So he yeah, <laughs> he's not like everybody else. He can just eat. I was like that until I hit like mid twenties. 
Yeah. And then after that, it's kind of like yeah. See that that's that's when the, that's when the muscles start going away and they start made a little gut. But I'm you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But. We're gonna we're gonna let you get to your food once again. Thank you for rocking with us. Yeah, hungry, oh, man. thank you. Drop, it's nice, it's nice hearing from you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. I finally we caught you guys when I wasn't at work because Bill stays sending me to live videos, and I'm like, you know, I can't go. Like literally, every time he turn it, turn it on like, at the front. Turn it on and turn the volume down. And then I did, I did, I did one time because I remember. Oh, you I and yeah. I was like, I'm here, but I was like, I can't really talk. And I had it on like the lowest volume. And I was like, That's okay, what you do. You, I'm you, over there answering phones. You gotta get an AirPod and just be like, just have one of them in like. <laughs> That's no, true. I, nah, no, don't, don't, don't get it. Don't, don't mess up your money trying to listen to the lives. We, you, you can I always, especially, especially when you, you can, you're, you're a heat holder anyway. You can rock with us on the pod anytime. So. Anytime. anytime. Yeah, 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 for sure. You, 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 you have an open invite anytime you got anything that you want to talk about, you want to plug, you know, whether it's, you know, your writing, whether it's the merch, you know, concerts you're promoting, um, whatever it is, you know, you, you it's nothing but a word. That's right. I appreciate you guys. You guys are solid. So, you yeah. know, I appreciate the mutual hey, respect. Thank you. And um, hey, I'm, I hope you guys are doing good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, too. It yeah. feels good. I'm like, yeah, and, and don't, and don't worry about your neighbors. They, they're cooking smelly food, too. Don't worry about your neighbors. Vod is nice. I'm going to say fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what I say. That, They'll be that all right. Too. That too. Yeah, I was so worried what people think. And then my mom saw me, I kept cleaning up while she was cooking. And I was like, I told my boyfriend, like, you're really going to see my OCD now that, like, you live oh, with me. Because it's like while she was cooking, I was still, like, wiping off grease on the stove. Every time she used, like, a plate <laughs> or a bowl with, like, batter in it, I was, like, washing it in the sink. Oh, I kept, like, washing all the pots after she fried something in it. I was, like, cleaning up. I started like wiping the floor when she was dropping pieces of onion. I was oh, like, I'd rather do it all now. And like the garbage can was getting. That, that's that, was that's like, that new. That's that new. Uh, that's that new uh, home uh, feeling, man. You are gonna be like, like six months. I want to take care of my place. I want to leave it in good condition, you know. And then if we ever leave, like I'm, I'm I want my deposit money back, you know. <laughs> oh <laughs> no doubt. Pay for enough no. damages and all that. So I'm like, no, I no, take no care doubt. of it. So, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> thanks, thanks again, Hip. We'll talk to you soon. And um, man, just try okay. to enjoy yourself in these crazy times, you know? Definitely. You too. Stay safe. You and the family, the kids, the wives, and yeah. all that. Thank you. Stay Always low, good to hear from me. you guys. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll be in touch. All right. Thank you. Take Have care. Night. All right, now. All right, you too. Bye. See, how long was that? Uh, they do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Sissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. <laughs>